Greetings, family. Welcome to AA Exit the Matrix. I am giving you a beach side interview with one of the most renowned businessmen on the beat. She has a long history in the Gambia, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you all about his story. We look forward to hearing it. I know that you all have seen other uh, posts that I've done on Instagram for his live um, music parties that he would have. The reggae Sundays were a big thing when I first arrived, and that's when he was located right next to me. But now he has moved to a bigger location down on the beach, and I just want to do a nice little highlight on him. And this will encourage you all to come out and support. So please, brother, introduce yourself. Um, my name is Ibrahim, you know, but they call me Billy. So the, my mom was a businesswoman, you know. My mom was a businesswoman. I used to sell banana and these brooms, you know. So after that, my mom passed away, you know. So I go to the beach, I start small business. I go to the beach and start small business with small table, you know. I buy my coffee, my cigarette, you know. I start my business on that with table, small table. So after that, you know, the owner of the compound come and move me there. So I go to the government and ask you and ask them about place, you know, where about, you know, I can make my survival there, you know. So they give me a place whereby when you are going down to the beach, from the hillside, I make a coffee shop there, a local coffee shop. After that, you know, the government also come again, you know, demolish that place, you know, and sell the place to another Gambian man. So I come, they came and located me at the beach. They give me place at the beach, you know, so I'm working there, you know, I have a local bar and restaurant, Billy and Brown bar and restaurant, you know. Saturday, Sunday, I used to have reggae party, you know, yeah, at the beach. So how long have you been doing the reggae parties, Billy? Now, it's long time now I'm doing reggae party. Now, I can say uh, two months now I'm doing the reggae party, the time I come down. But you was doing reggae parties before you came to the beach? Yeah. You're not counting the reggae sessions I used to have? I remember hearing it every Sunday, and your place used to be packed. Yeah. A whole lot of cars. Yeah. So that was that's been over a year. Yeah. That you was having those sessions. Yeah, yeah. The you time, might. Yeah, the time I was up, you know, I can say I have many, many, you know, reggae night there, you know. Yeah, different nah, DJs. Yeah, I remember different, different DJs from yeah. the UK used it, to come through. Yeah. And different, play there. Yeah, different DJ, you know, they used to come, you know, and play there. I remember DJ from Sweden, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came there and played there, you know. They appreciate the place, you know, really, you know. Yeah. DJ Shaba, DJ Yaxi, you know, DJ Alex, you know. They used to come and play, you know, yeah. Right, and now would you say that you give new artists an opportunity to come? Yeah. And get on the mic here at Billy, yeah, Billy yeah. and Browns? Yeah, Billy and Browns, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I give artists to come and perform, you know. Yeah, he, the perform, you know, it's nice, you know. The artists, you know, they are very good artists, you know. They come and make the place lovely, you know. 
Right, and you get a nice crowd of people coming in as well. Yeah, I get some crowd, you know, to mm -hmm. come and enjoy themselves, you know, nice place to be, you know. So I have to tell you, coming to the Gambia and moving right across from your shop, I would look forward to every Sunday because I knew you was going to have some old tunes, yeah. some classic reggae right. playing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was, I would come home and there'd be this crowd of cars parked yeah. and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. That's when I realized that Sundays was a big beach day. Yeah. Sunday, but really, yeah. it start from Thursday, right? When yeah. people start coming down coming to, the to the beach, beach yeah. doing parties, yeah. coming off of work, getting ready for the big party on Sunday. Yeah. Right. Yeah, on Sunday, yeah, on Sunday, the, the event start uh, on Thursday to come up to Sunday, you yes. know, yeah. And I remember you uh, cooking, you had food there as well. Yeah, I used to make, you know, I used to make fish and chips, you know, yes. with Afro chicken, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I used to make that for dinner, you know, for yes. the people, and you know. Yeah. Afro chicken is... Fried chicken is chicken with fried rice, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that what Afro chicken is? Yeah. Okay, because when I hear that term sometimes, I'm like, what is Afro chicken? What are yeah. they doing different? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so nice now, one, yeah. would you say the space that you're at now is bigger than what you had when you was up top across yeah. from me? Yeah, the place I am now, you know, is, I can say, you know, the place I, I really appreciate the place, you know, more than, you know, upside, you know. Yeah. Yeah, here is a goal, you know, nice place, you know. Well, yeah, by you. the beach, you know, you are looking the beach, you are sitting with the bamboo chaos. I make my chaos with bamboo, you know. I make my chaos with bamboo locally, you know. Everything is local, you know. So all of the pieces that you use to make your furniture, you're pulling from your own yard? Yeah, yeah. Right from around you? Yeah, yeah, I pull from my own yard, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Billy is truly a master of upcycling because he was doing, I remember your furniture up top. Top, yeah. Yeah, he make chairs and benches and he do them with like what we would call sectionals where you have the short piece and then the long piece attached. He does them as benches. He does them as like L-shape furniture. Um, he does tables. You can see where he's taken like old crates and boxes and made tables. Really rustic style, but definitely upcycling. Um, I just love the fact that he takes all of the things that he uses and does things with them. Like he's taken bottles and he's put them in the ground and made the shape of Africa. Yeah, yeah. Now this is going to cause the grass to grow yeah. in that area in the shape of Africa okay, because fine. the glass will limit how far the grass will grow out, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, see that's amazing. So it's glass bottles that he used in the shape of Africa. So for all of our farmers and um, you know, people that are living off the land, there's some ideas for you. Yeah. The thing I like about using the bottles also is at night when the moonlight, moonlight hits yeah. the bottles, it kind of is almost like a solar light, the light, way the yeah. bottles catch the light. Yeah. So um, just really original. I've noticed that you've taken some palm leaves yeah. and you only put the leaf in the ground. Yeah. How is that going to grow with just the leaf in the ground? Yeah, uh, the palm, the wheat palm, this palm. These little palms that you have down. Down. The leaf. Yeah. They, Is this just going to grow and sprout out like a plant? Yeah, they can grow, you know, they come like 
they will be big like this one. You yes. Know. If I leave them, they will come bigger, you know, like this one. You know. Right in the dirt, just from being watered. Yeah. I never imagined that. I didn't think it could grow separate from the tree. So this is, so they look like beautiful green fans. Yeah. yeah. That you have a big fan growing out, and it gives it a nice decorative area. Yeah. Um, and you have a baobab tree right in the middle, right? Yeah, I have like you know five baobab trees, you know. Yeah. Five baobab trees, you know. Yeah. See, I think in the states people like to say baobab, 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 but in Gambia you say baobab tree. Baobab tree. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's a different phrase. And the, the bottom of the baobab tree always reminds me of an elephant's foot. Elephant foot, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like when you look at the toes so and the, the thing, I guess the toes and the nails of the elephant. Fun, yeah. That's what the bottom of the tree looked like. Yeah. So I'm so happy we were able to do this interview, uh, Billy. I just want to go over real quick yeah. what you said. Now, you talked about you came from, I guess, your village, right? Yeah, Brikama, you know. Okay, so you came from your village. You were on the road with just a little stand. Yeah. And I remember Sister Puma saying that when she first came to the Gambia, that's how she met Billy. You were one of the first people she met. Yeah. She used to get her coffee yeah. on the roadside. You just had one little stand. Yeah. Then from that little stand, you said someone bought the compound next to where you were, and they didn't yeah. want you there. Yeah. Were they nice about it? Did they just say they prefer you weren't yeah, there? Yeah, nice to me, you know. You know okay, they yeah, just didn't yeah. want the, all the crowd by the house. Yeah. So you went from there, and you cleared the land that was right across from you. Yeah. And you that was a huge space. You yeah. cleared out that yeah, whole space. Yeah, place, you know. There was a oh, they were dumping there. trash there. Yeah. And you cleared, wow. Yeah, so not only were you opening your business, but you were doing a service to the community because you got rid of the garbage. Yeah. Okay, so then you opened up there, you cleared that whole space, and that was kind of beautiful because you had one little bench, I remember, yeah. that was right at like the end of the cliff where you could see the ocean. Yeah. So with all your hard work now, when the people came and brought the compound across from you, they wanted that land too. Yeah. And you had to move down to the beach, beach yeah. which actually gave you an even better area. Yeah, better area, more than upside, you know. So then my question is, were, would you have been able to get this beach area before or would it have been harder? No, it's, it's been harder, you know, because of why they give me this place, because of they stopped my survival at the upside. Okay. So, why, you know, so, see, so you see the blessing? Had you tried to buy this before, this would have been a problem. Yeah. But because they had to relocate you, they had to find a way to accommodate you. Yeah. Yeah, you see how the blessing work? And, and, you know, it's not even so much about hard work, but it's about your faith. Yeah. Right? Because you stayed strong. You manifested this. Yeah. You was like, I'm a hardworking, good person. I do yeah. good for the community. Yeah. I'm strong in my faith. Yeah. And I know that as I'm working and believing that this is possible, yeah. every time you made a move, it got bigger and bigger. And this is huge. Yeah. How many, how much land would you say this is? Right, but what's yeah. two land? If you had to give, is it kilometers or meters? How do people measure this? Would this be a 20 by 20? Yeah, I don't think this would be 20 by 20. This yeah. would be much bigger than that. Yeah, it can be more than 20 by 20, you know, or 30 by 30, you know. 
Yeah, it's huge. I'm trying to give the people an idea because we have people listening. They can't see. So we trying to. So if I had to say what it would be, I would say um, if you all could picture, uh, let's see, a quarter mile, a quarter mile um, by 200 meters. So two sides would be the quarter mile, the long sides, and then two sides would be 200 meters yeah. for our people in the states yeah. um, because that measurement would look different. Here, they say, um, is it meters yeah, here, yeah. right? So yeah, I would say maybe 100 by 100 meters or yeah. something. It's a huge space. Yeah. Yeah. And you are still clearing, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Because I see you working your way back. So yeah. Billy has built his home here as well he has like a tiny house if yes, you will yes, yes, what yes. we call a tiny house yes, yeah. but it's brick is proper you know and he has it up up above so that you have to step into it so he will have no issues with water yeah. and the land is far enough back from the ocean side that he doesn't have to worry about the water rising up either yeah. and if it does it will meet his plants because he still has another level that you have to step up to yeah. so he's done it really well um, and he's used, uh, just to talk about some of the items he's used, recycled tires. He used them as planters. He's painted the tires and he's put plants inside of them. He's painted the bamboo that he uses for the benches. He uses recycled bottles. Um, and then I have a new idea for Billy, which I haven't spoken to him about. Uh, plastic bottles. I've seen people take plastic bottles lay them sideways and cut a hole yeah. and stick plants in them yeah. and they put like three of them attached by a string yeah. and you can hang them yeah. around on the tree so yeah. there's something else for you yeah, yeah. if you want to add flowers yeah. um I, I, I used to do that the time okay was there the you up, go the time i was upside you know so you know all about the plastic yeah, yeah, bottles yeah, the plastic bottle i used yeah. to put there you know flowers. i should know you know that i yeah. should over i didn't see any here yeah. But uh, Billy also has artwork where he stuck them in the trees and the branches of the trees at at the bottom, the palm trees kind of crisscross. Billy has put artwork, African artwork in the planters, and he has separate little private seating areas where you can sit under the palm trees. So know that Billy is responsible for this on his own. This is his idea. He's always been a businessman. Um, He's done a lot of collaborations, but it's always been his business. And now he's calling it Billy and Brown's because you have a brother that comes here and cooks food as well, right? Is that Brown? Brown, yeah. Is that the brother? Okay, I think I met him when you had the reggae party Sunday, right? He had the Afro chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a blessing, family. So when you have a chance, come out, meet some good people, have some good sounds, Enjoy the ocean waves. I know you all can hear them in the background. It's just a really beautiful space. Um, The space can be used for rentals, for meditation. I actually do my meditations here in the morning. Billy has two like little, I want to say covered areas, almost like little shacks or huts that are closer to the ocean where you can sit alone and have privacy and quiet and just meditate and so when I finish doing my walk at sunrise I like to just sit there and enjoy the quiet um, and it's a it's a beautiful space I can't say it enough you can come out for a day of swimming 
You can rent space here. You can have events here. There was a Naya Bingi party here the other night. Um, Plus, right, he has the reggae party. So get in touch with Billy. Come through. Um, We're going to be starting his Facebook page um, as well as I think he's on Instagram. Are you on Instagram already or not yet? No, not yet. Okay, so we're going to get him set up on social media platforms. So you all will be able to book with him that way. You can contact him. And on Facebook, you know, you'll be able just to call on Facebook because he'll have his number connected to Facebook. So always deal with Billy directly. He is the owner, the proprietor, the entrepreneur, the multi-talented man. And it's been such a pleasure to sit with Billy. I just want to thank him for giving me time this morning because I know he got moves to make. And yeah. he took out time to do this interview. Yeah, thank so, you, man. Uh, thank you are you. so welcome. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You know. You're welcome. You're welcome to Billy's and Brown. You know. Yes, thank Come you. Come have a pleasure, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice to be nice, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Billy. Blessings, family. Yeah. Talk soon.